Welcome back to the Fresh Cakes podcast. I'm Fresh. This is Pancakes. Hello. All right, Pancakes, what do we have on story, on tap for today? On tap. What do we have on tap, on tap today? Yeah. Uh, the Bruins making some moves, trade moves. The NHL draft is this week. And NFL Rush Fresh, they are part-time employees. So I don't know what that's about. And then, like, Damian Lillard's maybe going to Miami. Yeah. So um, some crazy things today. Crazy, um, crazy things. I will update everybody, though. Don't worry. Everyone that was worried about my knee, my scab is healing from where I tripped and fell uh, at the good. Braves game last week. So that, that's good. We'll start on some good news. Yeah, it's well, it's been a week, so you'd hope it's it's, <laughs> it's not a process at this point. Yeah, it's not infected or the wound's not festering. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so you still have a leg and stuff. That's dope. Um, so Bruins, man, um, traded Taylor Hall, dude, and the rights to Nick Foligno to the Blackhawks. That's pretty crazy. Taylor Hall's former number one overall pick, um, really good player. Had a little bit of an off season, but. That's big news, man. I think the Bruins are saving like $6 million in cap space. Um, didn't see that coming. Yeah. yeah. And the, who's or like, who would you hopefully think that that cap space is for fresh? It's got to be. Hopefully it's Bertuzzi, man. Right. You know? I mean, and I'd take at this point in their careers, I'd take Bertuzzi over, over Hall. Bertuzzi was a dog in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. Like, he was like stealing people's sticks and trying to break them. Yeah, 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 which is on one of our other episodes. Um, And yeah, totally, if we can get him back, I love that. Because I just saw a thing that the Bruins, unless they hear otherwise, um, are expecting Bergeron and Krejci to retire. So that's two, like... Oh, wow. I didn't know both of them were going to retire. I figured Bergeron would, but... They're both up, getting up there, you know. So that's our two top-line... Like centers, I I believe Krejci was starting on, on center on the second line, and so, and you lose Hall, so like we better get Bertuzzi, you know. I would hope so. I I don't know who else, and like I mean, crazy things happen in the off season, but I don't know why they would necessarily be trying to clear cap space like that if it weren't trying to resign like Bertuzzi, who I think belongs in Boston, just his attitude and everything. I yeah, I think he's such a Bruins type player, such a, or a Boston type player. Yeah. I'll say, you know, <clears throat> like um, Marcus Smart, Pedroia, you know, Bertuzzi seems like he would fit that that mold. So we'll see what happens there, man. But, yes, yeah, uh, Hall was a good player, man. You know, he's just a little up and down this past year. So I think they thought they could do without him. But um, Chicago's getting – I mean, on Chicago, he's like – All-star. Their most notable offensive player. Yeah, you know, so, you know – Good, good move for them, probably. The other thing, and we could transition here if you want, like the NHL draft being tomorrow, he's the number one overall pick. They have the number one overall pick. Yeah. So he can tell that dude, Bedard, Bedard, he can tell that dude what it's like, what to expect, you know, been having that spotlight of a number one overall. That does make sense, talent. you know, number one overall pick going to a team that has the first number one overall pick. Bedard, should we just say Bedard instead of number one overall pick? Connor should we Bedard? just say Bedard? No, the, okay, yeah. everybody. No? Well, the dude's kind of insane, right? Connor Bedard is like, like people have said he's like the next Sidney Crosby. The kid's just insane, and his forearms be, are yeah. just insanely strong. Because the, one of the stories I heard about him and how his forearms got so strong and why he's so just like his shot is immaculate is he broke. He's right-handed and he broke his right wrist, and he just 
while his right wrist was broken, he just trained his left wrist. That's all he did. So he wow. just has like the forearms of like a gorilla dude. Like he, he is kind of like he's crazy. Yeah. He is a beast and he's been projected to go number one overall, but I mean, crazier things have happened. He's supposed to be generational yeah. talent, like generational player, yeah. you know, like, so we'll see. I don't, I don't think, I don't see the Blackhawks passing on him. I mean, who do you, you have a guy? Who's the guy? The only other guy him? that they would take that's projected to go second is Adam Fentilli. And he was the center at Michigan, which is, I mean, like why I like him. But I think Connor Bedard, oh, so get, if right, I had yeah, to pick, I would pick Connor Bedard. Because like, like you said, he's supposed yeah. to be a generational talent. And um, I mean, when you have, when you get compared to Sidney Crosby, I mean, I'm not even a Penguins fan. I'll say that outright, you know, like I can't stand when like my team would play against Sidney Crosby, but the, the yeah. Sid, the kid, I mean, he's amazing. He's insane. He's insane. Um, so yeah, I think you can't, if you're like the GM of the Blackhawks and you pass on Connor Bedard, who everyone's like, this guy's a, this is LeBron James. Yeah. You know, this is Tom Brady. Like we can all see it. And you're like, go on a hunch for the other kid. And that uh, and Bedard becomes, you know, insane. I, I mean, you can't you can't be that guy. I just just out of not wanting to be that guy, I'm going Bedard. They know, might so. burn down the United Center in Chicago if they don't pick Bedard. Yeah, so I like that pick with Hall. I like that trade with Hall. Hey, dude, being number one overall pick, not that easy. Yeah, all these eyes are on now. These eyes have been on him, obviously, because he's insane. But. You know, here's what it's like. Here's what you're going to expect. Here's what the media might ask you about, you know. Um, so I kind of like that from a locker room perspective for the Blackhawks. So good trade. And we, you know, we get a couple minor league defensemen out of it. Um, one kid, one of them's from Michigan. I forget where the other, like, grew up there. Not the school, I don't think. But um, they're both defensemen. We might lose a defenseman or two in free agency as well. So. Um, maybe in another move to free up more cap to get Bertuzzi, you know, because I want a guy out there, no tape, breaking the opponent's sticks, stealing the opponent's sticks. Yeah, just like a, a gritty guy. Rapping in the corner. Yeah, blue collar. Just I got to have him. He's unrestricted free agent, I believe. So it's, but hopefully he liked his time in Boston. And wants to say, I hope so, dude, because it's like the fact that Boston's probably getting ready to sign like to me, like. If he wasn't at Boston, I would want him at Carolina. I would rather him be at Carolina than Boston, actually. But yeah, like Carolina's another team I could see him fitting in. Like Carolina, that's why you guys always gave us trouble. You guys are tough, man. Yeah, but dude, like you talk okay, like you talked well, he's not as old as Bergeron, but I just saw yesterday, or maybe it was the day before yesterday, the Hurricanes resigned like Stahl, Jordan Stahl. And I know I'm, you must be pumped. I'm furious. <laughs> I that. I didn't even bring it up with you. <laughs> so you wanted to, you wanted to see how the anger in my eyes when I saw it. I was like, yeah. this guy that has like had what three goals in like the last like three playoff runs. Like I, to me, I don't care that he's captain. I think it's time to move on. Make like make Aho captain. Make Burnsy, you know, like a captain. Yeah. I'm I'm ready to move on for him, and I. Four years, dude. That's a long contract for someone that's his age. And the only yeah. reason I can think that they would do that is like, you know, like the coach, like Rob Brendan Moore looking out for him and wanting him to retire Hurricane because he's going to retire probably before that contract's up. And if it, he doesn't, then he'll retire at the end of it. And yeah, um, 
I, I just don't think that it's the right move for the Hurricanes. And I'm really, I, I, I'll be honest, I got really upset like when I saw it because I was like, I this guy is not what they need. He's too, like, he's not fast enough. He's not explosive enough. And he just doesn't show up in the playoffs. So not not a fan. Yeah. I mean, you could even say that about a Bergeron. You know, it's just like age catches up to you, man. By the end of a season, I think Bergeron's famous for his like locker room presence and nothing phases the guy. And I think that added a lot of importance. But you could see it in the playoffs. He was a step slower than he used to be. Well, he, he didn't really show up on the stat in the playoffs sheet. too. And Jordan Stahl yeah, wasn't. Jordan Stahl just was blowing it like he usually does. And Bergeron yeah. was like, what yeah. was he playing with? Like a broken foot or something? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So. You know, with the wait and see, man. But yeah, you guys, you're stuck with stuff. <laughs> Can't stand it. Can't stand it. Because they were talking about him going to reunite with his brother. And I was like, oh, cool. Pancakes is going to love this. Ship Get him, him out, out of here. here. You know? Get him out of here. But uh, now, if, whoa, what if his, now his brother's under contract? So he couldn't go to the. Is he is his brother in a contract? I think he is. I don't know. And I I don't care. I don't care enough to know because I don't like any of the Stahl brothers, if I'm being honest with you. I don't care for any of them. What if they trade for him and he re, they reunite them and I'm gonna um boycott the canes. Do you not even want to think about that? <laughs> yeah. This canes yeah. blanket behind me, it's going in, in my fireplace if if that were to ever happen. Yeah. <laughs> Once well, enough it depends time. on which one you're talking about because I the one on the Panthers I can't remember which one's on the Panthers, and then there was I forget. I did too, but one of them There's used to play on the Hurricanes, there. and I can't remember which one used to play on the Hurricanes. I, I would know if I saw their first names, but I know one of the Stahl brothers used to play on the Hurricanes already. And him, you didn't mind? Well, I mean, it was before I like really lived here, so I guess I just didn't care. Yeah, you mind? Yeah, you didn't care. Um, so you know who doesn't really care? <laughs> Who's that? Dairy farmers, they don't care much about the NFL. Dairy farmers, you know, high school teachers. These are some of the that's, that's some of the you know speculation at least um, for NFL refs, man. Oh yeah, the some of the worst officiating in any sport, NFL NFL referees. Um, yeah, script on that. I mean, why call them NFL referees at this point? Why don't we just call them the Kansas City referees or the Chiefs referees? You know. We could do that. We could do that. The KC referees. That's what the Chiefs need to change the so, name to. So Walt Coleman is a dairy farmer in Little Rock. And he's also an NFL referee. An NFL to referee. Be, to be clear, Fresh, to give our uh, people some background, there is like this story that kind of got talked about today on Pat McAfee's show that the NFL referees, the highest level professional football, the referees for that sport, they're part-time employees, and they all yeah. have, like, other jobs. But Exactly. So imagine, okay, Ed Hockley is a famous name. He's apparently an, a lawyer at Jones, Skelton, and Hockley. A lawyer. So okay. a lawyer. Okay. So we have a lawyer, lawyer dairy farmer, um, a founder of a sanitary supply company in Pennsylvania, uh, ski equipment inventor guy what? i guess is mike mike carey he uh inventor who co-founded cirrus innovation which focuses on ski equipment it says okay um 
An underwriter for Allstate Insurance. An insurance underwriter is also yeah. an NFL referee. Well, that explains a lot, honestly. So, And the principal of St. Mary's High School in Stockton, California, um, before he was elevated to president in 2014. So he's like president of like that school district or something. Um, so those are six of the refs in the NFL and what they do for their careers. You would think if you're an NFL referee, you That's would say, job. I'm an NFL referee for my career. But they're like, no, I'm a lawyer. Oh, and I ref at the highest level of pretty much of professional sports in the, in the United States. Cause that's like the number one sport by far. So, um, you know, I guess the NFL's broke, right? They don't have, they don't make, they don't have big TV deals to make money or sell out stadiums. Or, how would they have any money to pay these guys a full-time salary of, and have them be like studying in the off season? You mean to tell me fresh that one of the most greedy professional like organizations is the Russian mm -hmm. part-time. That's, that's what I'm yeah. hearing. They didn't just get a deal to have Amazon show their games on Thursday nights last year, you know, and Fox and CBS or whatever it is, you know. They're not playing games in London or anything for funsies. Yeah. Yeah. ESPN's not paying the, the rights to show all their clips on ESPN every single day through the fall. That's so I don't know. Yeah, we're dumb because the NFL clearly doesn't have the money to give these guys a couple hundred, you know, a couple hundred grand a year, whatever it would take, you know. Um, I, I don't even think it would take that much. Six figures to be well, in a Maybe for like, a, if you're a lawyer, whatever. But, you know, president of the school district, okay, that one kind of, I could see. You, you care about that, like, great, do that. Then don't be an but NFL ref. If you can do both. Don't do both. Yeah, maybe don't do both, though. But wouldn't you rather them, with the state of affairs, for NFL officiating, like literally they have like, I want them to have like off season camp for these guys that they're studying film the entire off season. Don't even sleep. Just study film on like all the calls you've screwed up or what the right call should be, what the rule changes for the upcomings. Cause they always change some little rules, you know, how should you be calling pass interference? Yeah. You know, cause that's so like, they're just like, so, sometimes they let it go. Sometimes they change the game with the pass interference. It's like you got to know. With them being part time on this fresh, it makes me feel like I'm back in like Little League baseball again. And the guy that's like umpiring behind home plate, you know, has also like got another job on the side. Like that makes sense to me. It makes no sense to me that NFL referees are part time employees and that they're not doing things like this in the offseason, which I guess it, I, I shouldn't say that it doesn't make sense because it does if you look at the quality of the games that are called in the nfl yeah but yeah i don't want my buddy's dad you know refereeing <laughs> the nfl game yeah. you know like literally get something you know or like the fucking janitor from my from our school to you know um literally games on the weekend i don't want him calling the super bowl bro you know what i mean especially if my team's in there that's banana rama it's bananas. So, I mean, dairy farmer, I, I guess he probably owns the dairy farm. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have to be there the whole time. I don't know how you're a lawyer. You're not, like, working an actual case throughout the entire fall, He must fall, be, like, right? a partner I mean, in the firm or something like that where he can, he is. He he is. can just, like, bounce for a bit and, like, drop his caseload off to, like, 
you know, I can. No, I'm sure all these other places are like, oh, that's pretty cool. You're an NFL ref. Like, yeah, pop in when you want. It's pretty sweet. You know, I know Ed Hockley or whatever. But then, you know, these guys also get ripped apart. And it's a tough job. I don't want to take that away from NFL refs. They're always going to get criticized, even if they got better. But the thing is, they haven't got better, right? Is it a tough job, though, Fresh? Because you have the ability to put a play under review if there's a question about it. So is, is it tough to, like, use your eyes and look at something? And then if you, like, think that you might be wrong, go look at, like, a breakdown, a slow-mo breakdown of it? Yeah, but then, so, just to, you know, devil's advocate, like... If they do that too much, they're going to come under criticism for that. And then how long they do the reviews for, they get criticized for. I don't know, man. I've never been down there and tried to to referee a game. Like, we've always had the benefit of, like, great camera angles, immediate instant replays on TV, you know, professionals that have done it before saying what they would have done. So, like, it's easy to be an armchair ref. Yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I do think they suck. (laughs) But, like, you know... It's got to be tough sitting down there, you know, and you're like, okay, I'm just looking at the line. I'm just looking at, you know, where the pass goes. I'm, you know, I'm counting how many players are on the field, make sure that it's 11 on 11, you know, all those little things they have to do. It's like a, it's a pretty vigorous job, dude, you know? Well, there's quite a few of them, like, on the field, too. So, like, I'm sure, like, one guy's probably counting players or whatever, but. That's what I'm saying, but you got to be like, do that. All right. Be ready to go. All right. You don't know the plays before they're called. You know, they better not know them unless it's scripted. <laughs> oh. This brings me back to my point that I've made like a few episodes ago that we just need um, AI to develop further enough so that we can have um, robo refs, you know, robo refs. Yeah, that's terrifying. It, it is. I but, kind of um, agree. I think it would be interesting. Yeah. What if the coaches argue with them and they're like, this coach is in my way. It must have Oh, you're getting dark just... with it rather than like. That's, that's terrifying. You never watched movies before? Come on. Yeah, I... it's scary. So, as well. not only have these robot refs, you know, there's, they like become really sentient rather than just like having like objective analysis. They, they've they also become murderous. Sentient and murderous. Yeah. Okay. Some guy's like, come on, ref. How are you calling that? And he's like, Eliminate. They have like lasers you know? come out of their eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't have time for this. I gotta call the next play. Let's get this let's get this obstacle out of my way. You know what I, I mean? I think that would make the yeah, arguments more interesting if I saw a coach arguing with a robot over a, a call. Yeah. It would be like, Hey, you might have sort of I don't know, look, I'm not being a problem here, but you it's possible you missed that call, you know, like <laughs> Instead of them like yelling and screaming. Yeah, they're just like, uh, you mind kind of looking weird. at it again, you know, in the. Yeah, yeah. They have like a glass shield <laughs> in front of them to protect them. Like, <laughs> like, look, don't do the laser thing. All right. Let's not just go right to lasers here, but I just, you know, you might have. Uh, oh, that would. Some other things that would might have happened. It's so much more fun to watch. Yeah, that would be kind of entertaining. Yeah. Kind of went off on a tangent. Yeah, I mean, AI, you know, AI laser eye robot might be better than a dairy farmer. I don't know. So <laughs> time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I agree with you on that. I, you've, you've taken all of my words I had left away. I have nothing else to. <laughs> I mean, that covers it all right there. You I think said that everything that right needed there. to be said. Um, I got something I'd say. 
do I have, can I say, oh, it's a podcast. I can say whatever I want. So um, Damian Lillard playing Welcome to Miami on his Instagram live. Damian Lillard is a all-star superstar um, for the Portland Trailblazers. He's really, really good at basketball. Talking about Miami, there's a lot of interest in him going to the Miami Heat, who made it to the finals, lost to Denver, beat you know teams. They beat, I can't remember who they beat on the way, but they beat a team or two <laughs> on the way. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know what, Miami? Go get him. Go get him, Miami. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'll put up points. Doesn't play a lick of defense. Doesn't know what he's doing. Miami on defense. didn't it's look like, like they played any defense either against Nuggets. But I know, not against Joker. You know, so go ahead, Miami. Go get Dame. What are you going to give up? Kentucky Tyler Hero. You're going to probably give him up. That would be stupid to give up Tyler Hero for for Damian Lillard. Tyler Hero is younger and probably got uh, maybe more potential with who he's around. He's a shooter. He's a dog. I mean, Dame, yeah, will, will Dame sell more tickets? Yes. Will he score more points? Yes. Will he play better defense? No. I don't know how he'll get along in the locker room. He'll have to become the alpha right away, so Butler becomes number two. Is Butler okay no, with that? No, I don't, absolutely. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, I never met him, but it might not be good. You know, it's hard when you, like, have been the guy – your playoff Jimmy for the Heat. Look what we did. Eight seed made it to the finals. I think Jimmy deserves and that alpha like, role in the locker room. I think it would be like messed up if too. Damian Lillard came in and tried to take that from playoff Jimmy. But he, I mean, he is that good. But if I'm playoff Jimmy, I just got an eight seed to the finals. And then the, my organization's like, hey, amazing job. You're number two guy. <laughs> like, well, you're getting basically demoted in the in the locker room hierarchy. Like, I don't know about that. So. Go get him, Miami. What are you going to give up? Your future two first-round picks, probably, Tyler Hero? Do you think that there's that's, like, a real thing? Or do you, like, how crazy is it? For example, you said that, like, these rumors started flying because he, like, played a song on Instagram Live. Well, he hasn't come out and been like, no, I love Portland. I want to stay in Portland. I wouldn't want to stay in Portland. I think he needs to get out of there. But, like, I'm just saying that, like, isn't it crazy that that amount of speculation of him going to Miami comes from him playing – that or like it is a little is bit. Is he also, or do you think that he's just trying to manipulate the situation in his favor? Do you think that maybe that's where he wants to go? Miami has like no real interest. They're like, dude, like we don't care if you fucking play a, a song on your Instagram live to try to come here. Like, you, we're set. We don't need you. That stuff does happen. Yeah, I could totally. It could be his agent being like, dude, you want to stir some shit up, get people talking about you, like all the teams in the NBA talking about you, and all the media. I'll play like "Welcome to Miami" on your Instagram. Watch what happens. That could have. That could be it. That could be it. You know, I almost go get him, man. Give up your first two first round picks. I've heard people, uh, you know, writers and stuff say, "Well, Butler's defense is so good, it'll help make up for Dame's bad defense." <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's still only five guys out there. If you have one guy that's bad at defense, like. All right, you can cover it up, but how much? Fully? No. You're not two people. You're one guy, Jimmy Butler. Go get him. Jason Tatum's going to just dunk on him all day long. Well, there is no there is no defense in the NBA anymore. We've talked about this fresh. Come on. But you, you can't you can't touch a guy. You can't touch him. This is I I just thought of something because of it literally just popped in my head, and I've been meaning to tell you uh, about this. Shoot. Do you remember shoot. 
in like I would say it was like the early mid 2000s. Do you remember Slam Ball, where it was basketball, but it was like basketball mixed with hockey, and they would jump on trampolines and dunk, but they also kind of wore pads, and you could kind of like lay a guy out. Do you do you remember this at all? Uh, they would like jump on trampolines and like just jump so high, like defense and offense. It was called Slam Ball, and it was very vaguely, popular. But I might like be just picturing what you a just couple, described. A couple, it's coming back. Slam Ball's coming back, and, and it's like a Is mixture it? of hockey and basketball. Yeah, they like part of it's like running on like I guess like maybe not like hardwood, but like more flexible flooring. And then there's like trampolines on the floor, and they like run and just like full sprint and jump on these trampolines to like soar and dunk there's like trampolines in certain spots right with like stuff they yeah, can run on but in the between defense can also do that so like you run and jump on the trampoline and the guy like playing defense also jumps up and just knocks the crap out of you like that that's fine okay immediate thoughts not very interested a okay b maybe it's fun i don't know i haven't seen enough that sounds like the type of league that like I could play in. Like it doesn't take any basketball. Probably talent. not. I think I think it'd be more of like um the the days of like arena football, you know? With, but that's kind of what it is for okay. basketball almost. Yeah, or like lingerie football. Lingerie football. That's slam ball. You know what I mean? Just kind of a gimmicky. Yeah. But like, um, that could be fun to watch. I don't know. Do you think you'd watch? You think you'd like follow a team? No, there's no, no way. No, but I would. I I can't wait for the highlights. Yeah, there'll be good highlights. Why did it go away? Do people like the guy just, like, that the guy that owned <laughs> no the, the guy that owned the league got into a dispute with the network that had the rights of it, and uh, he was just dissolved it instead. And some and what was the network? ESPN seventy five. Like I've never that, like you know you had to be on that like late at night like in the like three hundreds you know channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At three a.m. on Lifetime, we're playing fucking <laughs> <laughs> slam ball, dude. <laughs> Check it out. We're not ever gonna advertise it. It's not even on the TV listings. You have to literally just stumble on it, dude. I mean, it could be funny. It'd be like watching dodgeball. I guess it, you know. it's yeah, it's similar to lingerie football and dodgeball. I guess yeah. I would say, but I'm excited to see the highlights or what it even looks like now. Is it I just netting have, around the sides? It must be. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I was literally like a kid when it was on. I feel like the last time it must it was be on. like netting because otherwise you're gonna you're gonna fly into the stands if a guy's body checking you and you're both jumping off a chair. That would be even like more hilarious. You're in the twentieth row, dude. You know what I mean? Covered in some guy's beer. So yeah, so it's got to be netting. We'll see. Now I'm a little, the more I talk about it, I'm more and more curious about yeah. it. You know? so, well, you, it's called Slam Ball. If you I'll have to go look up it. some old highlights yeah. on fucking Lifetime at 3 a.m. <laughs> you know? so, Slam Ball reruns. I don't know why I'm saying Lifetime. I don't think that's the channel that would ever, but it's just the only random channel I could think of. But um, yeah, Miami, go get, um, go get Dame. If it doesn't work out, you guys can always, Go play slam ball when you're retired. You know, Maybe a little slam ball, dude. Have a second career in uh, slam ball. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me, man. I mean, you got anything else? I think we covered almost every sport. We haven't covered baseball yet. That's coming. I just need well, the Red Sox. We covered it last to... week. You know, uh, yeah. I, I, f- I fell down, and that was the most interesting part about that's the game. That's true. You're at the game. I need the Sox to step it up, but they might be slowly getting it together. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about that next week. After we go on a seven-game winning streak in the meantime. Yeah. 
There you go. Happened. All right. Um, you got slam bottle break on, so let me. Um, I'm going to break for Bertuzzi. Do you want to go first this time? Oh, no, you Bertuzzi first. Bertuzzi Bye. over slam bottle? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Bertuzzi yeah. over slam yeah. for sure. All right. Ready? Three. Break. Ooh, that's close. I think it was close. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, all right. Slam ball. Oh, your second pick. What's his name for Michigan? Oh, Ad- Adam uh, Fantelli. No, we'll go slam ball just because I think that the highlights would be hilarious for us to talk about. All right. Eventually. Run. All right. Slam ball. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Break. Break. <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm gonna, know. I'm going to laugh if that was the one that was like on, on top. It looks like, <laughs> like, I don't know, because we're laughing.